Cause nobody wanna be that when you're down and out Now when you're established and got a lot of money Everybody wanna be your buddy and honey Like tall builders, they call skyscrapers And you feel it Nothing can save ya, but this is the season of catching the vapors. And since I got time, what I'm gonna do is tell you how they spread it throughout my crew. Well, you all know T.J. Swan, who sang on my records. Make the music, nobody beats the biz. Well, check it. Back in the days before this began, he used to try to talk to this girl named Fran. The type of female with fly Gucci wear, with big drug jewelry and extensions in her hair. When Swan tried to kick it, she always best talking about, baby, please, you work for UPS. Since he wasn't no type of big drug dealer. My man TJ Swan didn't appeal to her. But now he trucks gold and wear fly belly boots. Rough leather fashion Rest and chunks suits. Now she's and wants to speak and be coming to all the shows every single weekend. To get his people number, she be begging, please. Dying for the day to you know, get the I mean, you know, like, obviously, our uncles and moms and shit had lives before we fucking existed. But. I told my uncle, you know, yesterday we were talking and I was talking to him. I was like, yo, you know, biz just passed. And you could see like the what the fuck of like, you know, like you want to not your eye, but like, you know, you grew up on this motherfucker. Like, you know, that's like our, I don't know, for Oscar and like for this room, for like if like Crit or, you know, whoever, you know, say Jacob, fucking Beyonce fucking blow up store on the plane, like not putting that out there. Like, ancestors don't do that. But just realizing like, oh yeah, you know, he's like, Damn, like that motherfucker, like you know, where and you know, I grew up on this motherfucker. Like it was a trip to see like him, like oh shit, like. But realize, you know, when you that nigga was around when this like dropped, like how we motherfuckers sitting up here, like oh shit, little baby just blah 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 blah. And it's like yeah, nigga, icons are fucking leaving, like because you know our motherfuckers are like figuring it out. But it's like oh yeah, nigga, like damn, like that really like is a icon of hip hop that is like gone, like one of the pillars of. Pillars of the music industry, you know, is like dipped. I think it may be different for us because, like, say for our elders' generation, they're kind of just now starting to lose their pillars, Mm. whereas we've been losing our pillars since we were young. We lost Big and Pac. That's a good point. We've lost X and a bunch of other people in recent years. We lost Nip early. Like, we're used to our pioneers, our icons dying. You know what? I th- okay. No, I guess this kind of might sound, like, insensitive because it depends on, like, the ones you named are pillars. But also, I feel like there's just been a mix of just, like, overt death in, like, music. Right. Because I feel like, you know, like, we've... Because I feel like Biz has, like, this era, I think, has a different, because these are, excuse me, these are motherfuckers who, like, created things in hip-hop. Yeah. Not, like, created a wave, created a trend, like, these motherfuckers were, like, the motherfuckers who created, like, you know, beatboxing or created a sound, like, for, you know, like, you know, like, Cube and them, but Cube and them created West Coast, you know, like, the West Coast sound or, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, I feel like. You know, that might, you know, gets, you know, hierarchical in you know, people's lives yeah. or whatever, like lives are lives. But, you know, it's different than, you know, little Chestnut, yeah. you know, fell off of, you know, a house while he was on coke. And then no whoever from Chicago getting shot. Yeah. Like, like you almost are like, damn, you know, but these motherfuckers are like, damn, these are really like elder, elder niggas, like especially hip hop wise. And you know, I don't know, man. Rest peace to biz, though. 
Most definitely. And I don't I don't think he on a grand scale got the flowers that he deserved. Like he definitely deserved when it comes to those that are more hip hop minded, those that were especially into turntables and DJing and things of that nature, they may have gave Biz some love. But I don't think as far as hip hop is concerned, he got the love that he really deserved as far as being one of the pioneers of ushering in hip hop into the new age, so to speak. I can see that. I feel like um I mean, like, you know, we we kind of have this discussion, like, often. I feel like the way hip-hop is kind of set up, you know, it's, it's a lot of people that aren't in it for the musicianship of it. Right. So I think, you know, they or they might come into that on the back end. A lot of times, you know, you're doing that shit to get out of your situation. So sometimes I'm like, if I'm one of these elder statesmen in hip-hop, do you really, like, kind of feel like, ah, I'm not tripping because I don't really expect him to be at, you know, the level of respecting the craft like that. Cause you're not doing it for the craft's sake yet. You're doing it, you know, fuck man. I'm, this is a way out. And then you might, you know, you turn in, you fuck around and turn into a Jay-Z in a couple of years. Like I did this shit to get out, the, got out of Marcy. And now I'm making shit like four, 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 which are like art pieces. And I'm trying to, you know, trying to facilitate, trying to plant some seeds in the man, but you got to, you know, I'm trying to give niggas a way to get there. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to give niggas out like you just. Some of y'all are just full time dickheads, and that's, you know what, that's fine. Some of y'all crumb snatches. Because, you know, you got to, you know, perspective, man. There's got to put a. When I say positive, just a way for you to keep your fucking mind together. Like, you need some of the bullshit. Because you just need something to be like. That's how you don't get snuck up on. Because, you know, there's some shit that you just know is not for you. Like, you just not rocking with when it's like, you know. Like, you pull up on me blasting Takashi. I'm glad that Takashi has a realm to kind of get his shit off because now it's like, oh, we need not fuck with each other. I mean, that's a little harsh to say you don't fuck with somebody simply because, um, depending who the artist it is. It depends on how hard you're <clears throat> rocking with it. Yeah, but if you, yeah, if you, you know, if you might not know, you you know, obviously, let's, let's give some scenarios here. You know, if you don't know, you just listening because you like how Blicky sounds with the sticky, icky, wicky, then, you know, fuck it. You just got to, you know, you got a nice song. But if you, somebody's coming out and I'm like, oh, you have put a philosophy attached to this person. Mmm, that's nasty. <laughs> Because, like, I can see how, like, you know, you could put a philosophy to a nip. You could put a philosophy to, you know, a fucking, um, a hove. You could put up shit. You could, you could. You could put a philosophy to a fucking ditty, depending on the perspective. And that's kind of rough, depending on, you know, what I, history you say on it. I'll challenge that a little bit. Just a little bit. Lit. Because I remember 106 and Park Days. When, when Gucci So Icy came out, dudes out here, not being from Atlanta, I, dudes bump riding down the street bumping, bumping So Icy. I'm chaining down to my dick. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going? Like, you dogs actually like this weak ass nigga? <laughs> this is absolute trash. But Gucci evolved, he became better. So I'm like, all right, I may not have rocked with early Gucci, but as he's gone through his career, he's definitely gotten better. He's definitely created a sound. But when it comes to the the ideology mm-hmm. that's attached to this person, up until maybe the last six years, if you was attaching your ideology to Gucci, especially early Gucci, uh, I can uh, I can see it from if you're from 
Before you get started, mm-hmm. don't don't put our logical brains to it. Oh, well, I'm gonna try. Think, <laughs> think I'm gonna, from I'm gonna, the perspective. I'm do my think from the perspective of the individuals that were utilizing. I'm gonna try to do mindset. both. Okay, if Go if hip hop is one of these things where we always harp on authenticity, um, not almost clearly to a fucking fault, to where niggas will be like. Yo, man, I did like four albums. It was bang, bang, shoot 'em up. I realized in the past two or three years, I really like fucking um, uh, crown molding and looking at fucking marble sculptures. And I want to rap about that shit. Niggas like, no, fuck, nigga, rap about the gang shit. And now you can't get out of that. I could see where somebody looks at WAP in a in a especially like in the internet age where we came up and where you start really realizing, hey, man, these niggas is really bitches. And I remember like being caught up in. I didn't want to do it, but I got caught up in, yo, WAP is really WAP. Like, so icy and shit like that. That's him all day long. Yeah, like, it it moved me because I'm like, oh, I don't I don't necessarily, I don't condone what he does, but it was different seeing somebody who, you know, because um, we even grew up out here, like, you had, you know, you grew up thinking, like, Ice Cube was really, like, the most murderous nigga on earth, and then you can separate that. He's really good at telling stories. Not that he, you know, did any of this fucking shit, but... He was around it. He's the one who could tell the stories. Easy was a nigga who maybe, you know, got to it. And then you have motherfuckers, you know, like Monster Cody having their own little interviews. Like, you know, he was not. He was not pleased. He wasn't playing that shit. But you just have somebody like a WAP. It's like, oh, shit, he's sincere. I'm just logged into the fact that this motherfucker is really with that. So I can see somebody who's from it going, hey, this motherfucker speaks to my, this on one level, he speaks to my whatever, my experience. Doesn't necessarily tell me like to whatever to do better with it yet. He just is speaking to it, or that's where niggas are at. Like he said, shoot him, so we gonna shoot him. We gonna play suit to say we can shoot him. Yeah. You know, you needed an anthem that said, you know, when he was like, here comes the boom. You needed some shit to go boom. Sometimes you need some shit. You need you might need Robin nigga fucking prep music. I'm not going to. I mean, maybe some of you are, but I'm not finna go hit a lick to goddamn uh Debar El Debarge. You know, I need. I mean- I mean, Killers was doing it in our parents' generation, and they was real. Like, that's the argument because they was really killers. Like, so honestly, you might be a tougher if a nigga pull up, you know, because yeah, he's gonna kill the fuck out of you. And that's that's a stereotypical like mm-hmm. hood old school pull up on you song. Because what it was, a, it was a documentary like. It's like those the Tookie House is just full of weights and James Brown. Like you think he finna, you know, hit him with the hit him with the, and he really hit you with it, but put it on you like right. a couple hot ones. It's adopting mindsets <sighs> outside of Big Draco. <laughs> who are some individuals from our generation? I'll say like. Late 80s, 90s, maybe late 90s, where it's like, uh, are you trying to be like that? Like, for real? Draco's easy, but he's more of a 2000s type thing. So who can you think of coming up where it's like, even if he's like not big, maybe just a, I don't want to say one hit wonder, but you know, small wonder. Uh it really like you don't want to be like this nigga I think about all the cool niggas um, or even just I'll, I'll make it a little bit easier or somebody that was a crumb snatcher like we know you here for a quick lick you a you a fly by night hype and then you, you gone 
people trying to be like you, but you ain't going to be around long enough for them to even want to be like you for real. I don't remember a lot of their names. Like I remember, you know what I remember? I remember the wave in college where they songs hit, but it was like a lot of that. Um, I, okay, I can specifically say one person, like, and this is not a diss or just that entire. But like, Mister Hit That Hoe, like Mister Hit That Hoe was an actual like person. Like the niggas who rapped was the niggas who rapped, but like Mister Hit That Hoe, like his job. I mean, this was actually like a real story. Like we had a homegirl from Dallas and we was like, yo, like we didn't understand that he was like the flavor flavor of that group. Mm-hmm. So we was like, yo, like what does Mr. Hit That Ho do? And she, he hit that hoe the best. And she said that to us like we was fucking idiots. And I was like, okay. Thank and you. I felt stupid. I kind of felt stupid because I was like, why the fuck was that never a thought in my mind that Mr. Mr. Hit, hit That Ho would be the nigga who hit that hoe the best? Like, but then you like it was like mad niggas that was like Mr. Hit that hoe and I was like, mm. it's kind of like like Fabo. For some reason, I fuck with Fabo. I'm not saying I'm just saying but like yeah. Fabo's known for being a I'm gonna dance in a group, put the leg up by the <laughs> hip. Like you know what Fabo gonna gonna do? You may not hey. even expect him to be really lyrical on a song. Other than geeked up, like we don't really know many songs from Fabo. We just know he gonna be if we see him, he about to dance. That's your purpose for being there. Comments like this is how I think I, I can I think I have a decent like barometer of judging artists that I feel like I can hang out with and become friends like as we grow and become this big phenomenal famous motherfuckers and it's like all right I'm since I'm locked in with moments like this that let me know like currency is a nigga I can hang out with because it was like this whole interaction I want to say was it on a bad luck post or was it just him but he was like who was Barbara no it was his post he he made a post. Of him It was Barbara And he just It was a whole Back and forth And I was like That's what I would I would have thought that Like It was just a whole He's like Who is Barbara though Like I've spent All this time And nobody knows Who Barbara is Like is she okay Like we've never Figured out What Barbara's story was And I was like See this is a story This is a statement You have with your niggas Like you're like Cool weird nigga friends And be like Why would you even Think of that He's one of those niggas And now I'm like Fuck Yes Fucking, I've been listening to Currency for a long fucking time, and it warms my heart that in my brain, he's a nigga I could hang out with. Like, he's definitely a nigga that would be in the fin group, and I'm like, yeah, man. He's going to have those type of thoughts that you're having as well. Yes. Speaking of the college era, party boys and shop boys. See, party boys. <laughs> I really thought that I was like, I thought that like, I thought the niggas were like, Totally do. I thought the niggas was like way ahead of the game. Like I had a mohawk Most and definitely. shit. And Most definitely. I appreciated it. Like as an adult, I feel like those motherfuckers, if you have your paperwork together, really beat the system. You drop a hit, you fucking live it up for a couple years, and then you take that money and you know, you're from if you're in I feel like if you're an Atlanta nigga or a motherfucking like Texas nigga, you're just fucking hardwired to start seventeen businesses as soon as you hit it gets and like they're just somewhere fucking amazing, like still collecting royalties and some shit and just yeah, fuck this nigga shit. I get to go to um I don't know, whatever the fucking so I get to go to Kroger's and nobody fucking pays attention to who I am, but I get into this fucking a bajillion dollar car yep. and fat ass house and my twenty seven properties, like I need to look and see what what they're doing. Shop boys, I appreciate it because they they kind of had like the the juicy J vibe, where it's like we're in hip hop, but we got a little rock to us. Like we're just we're bringing a different dynamic, which I could appreciate, and it still broke mainstream. Party boys was just 
<laughs> it just it is something niggas. to just doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Right. I, uh, I'm that was fat a fat nigga in the group. I'm, just, I'm, I'm hitting that bitch in the video. I'm just dancing. That That's was something that was on um, the 85 South show like a couple weeks ago. And they interviewed um, God. I can't remember her name and I feel bad. But it's Wanda from fucking uh, um, Snowfall. Oh, and okay. had no idea. Like she's from like Atlanta. So like, but she was like, it was like, they're like this really cool interview or whatever. And it was a discussion. And I was like, yeah, they might have a point where it was like, at least now, Atlanta is, like, the hub of, like, where motherfuckers go to, like, get a sound or create a wave. And I was like, hmm. I don't know yet. Because, but also, I live in, like, L.A. And, like, we have our yeah. own, like, we microverse of things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, granted, like, niggas listen to, you know, Future and they'll listen to... Blah blah blah. You can even maybe say like certain artists have like Atlanta sound too, but I, I, there's too much of like a, you know, a blocked off LA sound where I was like, I don't know if that affects us like that, but maybe like on mass like mainstream like you, you might have to put you a little. I don't know because I still listen to our shit. Like yeah, I would say I, I maybe now nah, I don't want to shit on on my bloodline state, but I don't know Atlanta might be the hub for going like. Creating wigs, fuck, and <laughs> C-list movies, C-list black movies, especially. I can't even say good wigs, especially when it comes to Tyler Perry TV shows. Like, fuck, you can definitely go there and get that done. But creating a sound, I think Atlanta had a better run at creating a sound in the '90s. To be honest, when you had your your crisscrossing, your TLCs, and your Outcasts, like those were. Do niggas give JD his flowers for his time in the sun? Because like that nigga's time in the sun was fucking wild. Yeah, I don't know. I think he does get flowers in some regard. It may be a little different because we from the West Coast, so you know, during our time, especially in high school, we had you know Exhibit tearing his head off in the diss track. So still though, like that, like the nigga. I feel like. We make jokes about it with the money and shit, but I was like, iconic enough to bust Janet. Like, Janet is music, like, entertainment. Janet's damn near just royalty, period. Like, transcends what the fuck we know her for, which is music. And it is some weird... And there was... I don't give a fuck if you fucked with her for two weeks. Niggas have not even... (sighs) Janet Jackson. Like, there's no... Janet Jackson is fucking some weird sculptor from, like... Um, Spain Like she be fucking them niggas And there was a moment in time Where uh, Jermaine like bald Like past his fucking Whatever you could have Whatever you could have attached Physically attractive to him Like past those Past that time Bag Janet I feel like Publicly I feel like bald JD was A better looking individual Than young Shout out to Nigga shout out to us bro Like You're not gonna tell me This bald shit doesn't have some Short, what? short, and bald. Fucking outlandish. That's such a what, nigga? That's crazy. Gotta get your flowers for that because Buster Rhymes did a song and a video with her, and he's like, I didn't even want to touch her. Did you hear the explanation? It was it. He them niggas act like a fucking unicorn walked in the room. I mean, he kind of did. And JD was like, Yeah, I hit that repeatedly. <laughs> You know how much fucking you do in a relationship? It's just like, oh, you ain't got no fucking. Oh, shit. I just finished up in the studio. Did you, you want a sandwich? Yeah, fucking. Like, just. 
I don't have nothing to follow that man I just was I like, like Yeah we just never pay attention to the fact That this motherfucker held down For a good what What was it Almost two years <sighs> You know how much Man Dicking <laughs> I don't know what it's like Like life I don't know when it's gonna end So I'm gonna I'm enjoy as much everybody, of it everybody As stop. possible Kenny says some shit <laughs> Kenny's got Uncle Kenny Killed your dog And you can't bring Oyella back Wow Energy was celebrated Niggas love Niggas did love Lemonade Like see that's what I'm saying Like niggas love that like Guwap could have said One fish two fish But the fact that you knew He was gonna go out there And do whatever the fuck he said Like you believed this. Like everybody else Should be like You think a nigga would do that Nobody didn't believe Wap shit And this is not I'm gonna say on record I'm not promoting this And I'm saying that Wap Is a completely different thing Person I don't even know where he was at. It looked like this nigga was performing in a La Quinta Inn after fucking 08. And there was some woman. And you could tell that, like, even him doing this, it wasn't even like, I don't like, he's like anything disrespectful to me. This nigga Wop leapt off stage and just knocked this motherfucker completely off the screen. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if anybody ever saw her. It was just, only thing that was left standing in the air was her wig and her heels. Like, this nigga, and I was just like, this was like the... Like peak world star shit And I was like You can't do that And like Continuously like Have a career And then the stories Just started coming I was like Oh this nigga's not Bullshitting And then you realize WAP is not like The rest of these niggas Who are like 5'4 I'm like This nigga's 6'5 Or some shit Yeah he not a small dude Yeah nigga I was like WAP's a fucking killer And obviously The fucking Breakfast Club interview Like Y'all niggas scared of me now I was like Yo this is a dangerous nigga man right. Like this is not I mean I remember hearing Like Waka tell the stories about like, Cause Waka's not a small dude either Wait But he would see. talk about How they would be going at it Tearing up studios Just like fighting and shit Could you imagine being that engineer Like come on man <laughs> Like this shit And you're not gonna go in there And stop him Cause they're, <laughs> they're not small individuals <laughs> Most rappers are like Five seven <laughs> Nigga just sitting there like that's Six foot beefy motherfuckers this like nigga just slammed through ten grand. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, salacious. Here we go. Back to uh he answered your question. And I, I okay. The first one I thought about, but I don't want to be like just nit not nitpicky. I didn't want to just hit the obvious. But Eminem, Jay Z didn't lose ninety two bricks. Sean Paul holy shit. Sean Paul was a fraud and fuck Sean Kingston. I understand him saying fuck Sean Kingston. I don't even think that needed any like you're valid in your yeah. I remember that song and it just I've never been into that shit. I've never been into like songs that just say shit that I don't have any like I can't would you be suicide? Fuck no, bitch. Like, are you crazy? Like, I'm still playing. I was still in the NCAA then. Like, I was like, fuck no. Think I, I got this fucking creator nigga. He just committed to SC. Like, the fuck am I commit suicide for? I'm finna go win the Heisman. Fuck you. Are you, what? God of War had dropped? Like. At that time, I was actually on the NCAA video game. I really don't care. Yeah, nigga, fuck I that. I can play with myself. My name's on other jerseys for I specifically purposes. remember playing, like. I was going to niggas house trying to figure out like what Halo was about. Like, fuck you, no, like not not suicidal for shit. And you say it's over just because she's beautiful. When did that song even come out? Like, just like just because she's beautiful. Like, 
The narrative that men are willing to just put up with all kinds of crazy stuff simply because <sighs> said individual is just pretty is. <sighs> you know, I'm glad those comments. Oh, seven. Fuck no. Actually, I know how much I was. Because I was fucking then. Like, I was tall fucking. Like, it wasn't like I wasn't fucking around with it. Hell no. I was absolute. Oh, seven. I was fucking no way. And I'm going. I'm in my. I'm already like. To go to another state And in my mind College was like Beer Pussy Books Beer <laughs> Liquor Pussy Pussy Books Yeah fuck you What Absolutely This song This song made no sense to me This song did nothing for me It made no fucking sense But I will say Like And I'm There's a the, Whatever that video was that, that I think That you sent Um I'm glad that this theory Is like coming out And like There's people talking about This shit more that it sounds like some shit Like we've said this In private conversation Even on here It sounds like You fucking fishing For like a theory But These shits These songs On a subconscious Conscious On all these Fucking mental levels Teach behaviors And how shit's supposed to go And it's like Ain't no motherfucking way For nothing Bitch just exists And it's like I'm suicidal I'm going to give you everything I got from the bottoms of the whatevers. And we didn't realize, like, the niggas who said this shit wasn't doing this shit. At all. I mean, I thought about that as far as the narrative of men aren't in touch with their feelings. Men don't express their feelings, this, any other, blah, blah, blah. But you love 90s R&B, which most of those songs were written by men about women. And it was... Even the negative ones, like... You can. I'm singing this Mary J. Blige "He Hurt Me" song, and it's like, yeah, but that's written by a dude on how a woman hurt him. He just gave it to Mary for a nominal fee. And here's my thing with that: it's like we all know the concept, like he ain't got no game and whoop whoop whoop. But like that's not even okay. The best case, and I know everybody who hears this, like, not me. I just want to game is literally predicated on manipulation, like. You walk in and say, get me. And it's just how much bullshit can I say to bag your motherfucking ass? Like, the whole shit is set up on, oh, I just got to fucking uh, say whatever to this fucking goofball and see if I can get her. Like, you know, like, it's, it's, I know everybody, you know, you try to make a, you try to flip it, you try to change the narrative and it being some, and I'm here. This is, this is change the narrative fucking uh, center USA. Like, we are here for it for a lot of things. But... Some of that shit is y'all just like looking like make it make sense so I can take no accountability that you like we started out with like the vapors you chose a fuck nigga for fuck nigga reasons and then said God damn it I've been fucking fooled I wouldn't even say fuck nigga fuck nigga reason you chose a situation in general for an ingenuine reason and when it doesn't go the way you plan you know you upset about it but you you chose this. So even like in the vapors, like you fuck with me because I got some money now. Now you on it. But if I just dismiss you like you are material or you are a thing because I'm done with you now. Oh, he ain't shit. But you chose to be around because of material and got mad when he treated you like material. But the, the, that game conversation, that's always been an issue of mine because women love dudes with game. But that's the lie. It's a fallacy. Like, we had a conversation about that. My, me and my closest homeboys, we had a conversation about that earlier this week. Because one of them put in a, a post in the chat. Like, who was, who was like, the biggest pimp in the industry, a better, better pimp in the industry, whatever the case was. It had Sugar Free, 
Pimp C, Too Short, and Mac Dre. And I just explained it. I was like, Sugar Free, actual pimp, that's pimping. Too Short talked about being a player. Mac Dre was <laughs> straight up Oakland, Oakland Mackin. And then Pimp C was more so Southern game than anything. But you know, we start talking about like being a player or whatnot. And it's like being a player is similar to pimping though, right? Outside of the money aspect, you're still preying on somebody who's weaker or has a lower self-esteem or is simply attached to you for whatever image that you have. And then you're using that to manipulate them into a certain mindset to get something from them. So we harp on having game and being a player when we're younger, but you're just as much a manipulator as anybody else. But you're looking for somebody that has the game enough to do that. That makes no sense. So I hate him for being a player, but he got me because of game, and I liked the game that he was spinning. Yeah, I feel like there's a there's a way to look at that where it's like, my usual thing is motherfuckers really be wanting something for nothing. Like, you want to come into this and obtain this amazing individual for no reason. Where it's cool niggas, it's niggas who are charming and, and, and dope and, you know, somebody you really want to attach yourself to. But some of, you, some of these motherfuckers be talking about as far as, like, game. It's like, trick me into the dick so I don't have to take no accountability for it. Basically. It's like, just say you chose this goofy motherfucker because you like goofy motherfuckers. And you can move forward from there. Like, I swear I've had conversations with everybody has a fuck nigga friend. And you had you was with your homies when they was through fuck nigga situations. Niggas flat out. Nigga, I just like hoes. Like, niggas will be, man, I'm fucking with her. Bro, you fucking with her for the ass. You right. Like, I just, when I'm like, I'm like, I'm not saying... You see, you know, because all these conversations, it always gets flipped. Men or women is like, you never talk about. I'm like, no, nah, man, niggas is on fuck shit. But I have had just way more experiences where it is. I got to break through maybe three levels with a nigga before I'm like, you was on bullshit. <sighs> you right, my nigga, you was on bullshit. This motherfucker here and y'all could be fucking with each other for real, for real. Every time the con- it's 15 levels. And it don't even mean you broke through. You just still are hitting through. Damn, nigga, this is level 15. And we like, why are we still talking about this? Like, you picked that nigga for fuck shit. Well, I mean, it, you, I can see how it's like that. But if you look at it, no, 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 no. Hell no. Like, the fuck is wrong with you? you Gregory Hines, all that tap dancing <laughs> you're doing over the bullshit. I've had You multiple. all should know who he is. You should. You should. Or Sabian Glover, one of the two. You should know. I want him because I feel like his mustache could rival fucking Omni Man's. Yeah, <laughs> but I f- I feel like in personal conversations and even in therapy, <clears throat> I've had more conversations with women as far as like I'm staying in this stupid situation for no apparent reason. Like I obviously really don't want to be here. I'm not invested in this person. This person I don't even I didn't see myself being with them for the long run and to begin with. I saw some red flags and I just completely stayed with them just for the sake of not being alone or because I just wanted some some in-house or because I wanted somebody to help me through a tough time or whatever the case is. And then you're putting pressure on that individual to marry you or commit to you. But it's like, but you're not really invested in them. At least with dudes, I've had multiple conversations in therapy and in personal life where dudes just be like, oh, no, I'll tell straight up. Like, I just I just want some ass. Like that's strictly like they're honest about the boundary. They're not trying to blur the lines at all. Like we get the narrative put on us as if we are the ones that are blurring the lines and manipulating and lying and playing with people. And it's like, no, nah, dudes would be straight up. Like, this is what it is. This is the boundary. 
or looked at pieces of shit for being so. But <clears> women <throat> will be like, I'm about to enter a whole marriage where I want this person to propose to me simply because I've been in it so long, you might as well propose to me. But you never even expected to get to this point. You just didn't want to be by yourself. This was a rebound person. It's, a, it's like 50 ways to go with that. Fucking. Um, <laughs> my first thought with that is, you know, there's an easy rebuttal with the whole fucking um, men get shit on, which I've, I, under, I've, I understood. I, I got, and I've even been like uh, unnecessarily crass with it because I just didn't like that lying shit. So definitely like, I want to fuck. And it's like, well, you're an asshole. Like, whoa, nigga, like, let's think about this. We've really only been knowing each other three weeks. Now we've known, I feel like in this time span, we know we're cool, but you don't know that you want to be with me, nigga. You knew... As much as y'all say you knew you wanted to fuck, I knew I wanted to fuck. I feel like this time frame is just to make sure nobody got no motherfucking STDs and no shit. And then, get fucked. On the flip side, responding to that, don't be one of these fuck niggas that because you fucked, all of a sudden this person's a whore. But don't pretend like this is all of a sudden a relationship. That's you trying to put some weird fucking price on your pussy. It really just ain't there. It's not that. It's not priced that high. You, ma'am, you might be fucking priceless. But the put the put this puss the pooty wop is pussy. Cause we're fucking We're like Making love is where you start Doing all this exchange Or whatever Y'all is fucking And that's great Because we're fucking 19 And honestly man I'm on I don't have the I'm I'm, I'm horny for no reason Dog Like it's It's 10.30 We're in this bitch Talking about um, The fucking political uh, Views of John Locke And in my mind It's like titties I ain't even seen no titties Locke Made me think of a lock that I opened fucking at two years ago and it opened up and there was a t- shut up. Like, stop talking to me about where we not at. You motherfuckers are putting shit on their Disney Channel, some bitches that ain't whatever. To speak to that other piece about how motherfuckers view relationships and red flags, one, just you actively pushing past red flags to be, you know, be a lonely piece of shit. But I always think about also just, and I'm nobody's guru. I'm not Dr. Strange. I'm not fucking, uh, uh, but if we're talking spirituality that everybody is discussing and we apply, we just simply apply that to fucking relationships and interactions from a selfless, accountable space. That is not the fact that, you know, the universe is supposed to hand you fucking uh, fluffy foo-foo shits. Universe gave you what the fuck you was like you didn't just bypass red flags like there's lessons in this relationship. This motherfucker might be amazing. You might be a fucking dickhead. Like, you haven't sat there and gone, I don't like the way he whoop do whoop do well, Why don't you like that? It make me feel like, why does it make you feel like that? Because I, when my, all right, now we've gotten to your past relationships. You got traumas you hold on to. Or you've really got the stupidest fucking views on relationship because you watched your suck-ass daddy get whooped on emotionally for fucking 20 years. But you just think niggas supposed to give you shit. Like, holy fuck you niggas. Like, god damn it. Bitches be walking up with full PhDs in fucking um, astrophysics. You can you can literally get a motherfucker to to space and in other dimensions. You know all these theories. Do it to you and you niggas too. I hate this. I don't even know what the fuck this is. But that's how I, this doesn't make sense. This is a stupid ass gesture. It's frustration. Damn. I need. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. You say getting whooped on emotionally for twenty years. We're not even talking about getting actually whooped on physically. Because we got a lot of dudes that go through that as well. And they just let it go. Fucking losing teeth. Dude, like, I'm a fucking professional athlete. I'm smiling in cameras, you fuck. And you're, like, you've been fucking with me. You, like, here's the thing about 
this thought process too Where you just turn to a greedy fuck I can't even and fuck me, I can't even rely on you As a goddamn Just business partner I'm the fucking money I make us this living with my body Why the fuck would you hit me Are you out of your If you hit me in the fucking mouth And the tooth hits me in the eye Bitch I can't catch no more balls Cause I can't see What the fuck is wrong with you Not even just that I've given you a certain lifestyle that you have absolutely nothing to worry about at this point in time. All you have to do is support me, and you're angry enough to put your hands on me. For what reason? I bet Ike never hit Tina in the throat. <laughs> never. We can't confirm that, but yeah, that's, what the, that's, the, where, that's where your look, money is. In the movie, it was forehead, ribs, hit it, he... You know how mad you got to be to hit a motherfucker with a boot in a limousine, but he never hit it in the throat because you got to see. I mean, songs. part of Tina's money was her her physique as well, so he was kind of messing up the money in that regard. But yeah. the major money was the throat, so yes, I'm not messing that up. <laughs> but that still make that doesn't make sense on the flip end. If he is if his physical is the money, why are you harming the physical? I can understand you if you just you're a manipulator. You can be mentally and emotionally manipulative, but not physically abusive. If that's the the thing that's giving you the lifestyle that you're looking for. Now, granted, this isn't to say that hey, pick an easier form of abuse that doesn't mess up your operation. Okay, We're not saying that at, at all. There's jokes here too, you stupids. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even about like you're yeah. just it's stupid. You got, stupid. I'm, I'm prefacing because you have some people that hey. They, they don't know how to communicate, and they're just, everything's just going to miss. So uh, The communication thing is just always a thing. Communication is, communication is always a thing because even going back to the vapors conversation, we miscommunicate with ourselves, not even just with other people. Just like we said, you can choose to be in a certain situation for the wrong reasons and then get mad at the individual when it doesn't go the way that you thought it should go, but you weren't in it for the right reason. You miscommunicated with yourself, let alone miscommunicating with the other individual as well. How? Cause I know like besides just actual goddamn schooling, maybe just general personal dispositions, a whole lot of variables, which is also just speaking to, Niggas' whole backgrounds and how you view life now, whatever. But why, when people talk about communication, because I swear I see that shit every fucking where. And it's like nobody in here is talking about listening. Like none of you talk about comprehension. None of you talk about fucking perspectives. Like it's just a lot of the communication was off. No, it wasn't because you weren't looking for what this motherfucker has been bummed and depressed for fucking two weeks. But you just were saying things. I felt the vibe was off. So you were communicating. The fuck is wrong with you? Because people think that communication is only words. Actual communication. When it comes to actual communication, the verbal component only makes up for 20%. Nonverbal, recognizing emotions... Being able to be understanding and listening. Those are the major parts of communication. So if you can't listen, you can't read the fucking room, and you don't know how to be in tune with what somebody else is feeling and be empathetic to that, you cannot communicate. Basically, y'all just be running your motherfucking mouths. That's all y'all good at is fucking. From niggas who run our mouths 
twice a week <laughs> for an hour straight. All the fuck you niggas do is talk. Oh, look at fucking Kenny. Fucking a super. Go listen to touchdown, touchdowns and tangents, guys. Like, we have a whole sports team. Like, look how fast. I didn't even know. I, I you, you saw I didn't say the nigga name because I forgot. But Dwayne Haskin, Dwayne Haskin's wife, broke his mouth open and is facing felony charges. Do you know, like, how hard you got to hit a motherfucker who gets hit for a living <laughs> to face felony charges over it? That's part of it. Now, not only that, but this is what? Post marriage, post proposal. That's the only thing why I can't like get on her head because there was a the post I saw was this happened. Then he continued and like proposed. yeah, I don't know if it was pre or post, but it's the within the same if, 24, 48 hours. Yo, if that's the thing, you hit me in the you hit me hard enough for my shit is like fucked up. I don't take that back. I don't even. Care. You hit me in my face. Period. It's I'm I'm just like any I'm equal I'm equal on that. She hit me with Surat. Like I'm, I because I'm, I don't have it. I think you know. I think I'm on. I'm, I'm on my personal journey. This is a transparent place, guys. Like I'm on my personal journey. I'm, I'm, I'm nobody's perfect, but I know my limits, and I know that there's like we talk about. There's a door, and I really like that scene. I love the whole not the way you fuck niggas like oh tear the wall. I like because this is a regular normal dude that on any given day nobody Bruce don't fuck with nobody. Like to piss Bruce off is like, yo, man, please stop. And they always like, fuck you. And they, you know, they shoving them, whether it's superheroes or not. And it's like, yo, I'm really trying, like, I'm super not trying to fuck with y'all. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to whatever. And so in that regard, it's like, man, by the time you put your hand, I have said, yo, I need to. And you just going to keep. But I, I didn't even know you could tear that off a thing. Who knew until this moment that you, what, what a wow, what a human can do. I don't even want to get deaf. I don't. I don't want My, you touching me like Yvette touched Jody. I don't like none of that. Like I'm, but see me. Like don't put your hands on me if you're upset. Don't, because I I will I I'm not a fan of abuse, but I can't say that I won't physically want to grab you and put you on the other side of the door and close it, and just lock. Um, you can you can stay out there. And I, I don't care what happens. I'm so weird now mm-hmm. that like, if it gets too loud, I have to like establish that with somebody. Yeah. Like okay, okay. It's a little. Yeah, it's the first trigger. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't really like. Once it gets to too much of this moving, I'm. I'm. All, I'm out. Like I just. I'm. Yeah. I haven't. I don't even have the experience for that, which is where like I've had. I've had real debates with niggas. It's like, well, have you ever? I was like, no. So how the fuck do you know? What the fuck, nigga? I've never tried cocaine, but like, or no, I don't need it. Yeah, I've never tried crack. I've fuck cocaine because you know some of y'all out here like well, you don't know how to party. So fuck you, you fucking dopeheads. I've never tried heroin and I've never tried crack cocaine. I'm a hundred percent sure not my shit. So no, have I ever had a she bust my shit? But you know we work. Fuck, absolutely, oh, nigga. Not. Fuck all of that. <laughs> absolutely not. No, I don't, I don't want you breaking a cup in this bitch. Like don't. Don't knock a picture off the wall. No, nothing. Because I'm not coming to your space to do that. I'm not letting myself get to that point. I don't even want to have to yell. I want to have a conversation with you. So kind of like one of our our favorite former bosses used to say, if you go above, I'm here. If you go above this, we got a problem. And I've been that way since before. Like my decibel range is here. Don't go above that. People always assume like through text, like, yeah, why are you yelling? I, I don't yell. If you know me, I do not yell at all. I'm not about to have a screaming match with you. I'm not about to go back and forth, but I'm not doing none of that. That you so fucking stupid. The, the, the poking and yeah, jabbing no, and, like, text, and mushing. 
I don't none of that verbally, emotionally. Women are abusive, and we don't talk about that. But I don't. We don't talk about how a lot of men try to take the the high ground, like Buddy tried to take, and end up losing a tooth for it. Still trying to take the moral high ground. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know, I don't like all that shit. Like you know, like um, because I've I've heard niggas use this uh, statement or whatever, and I I think there's there's truth to it. I can't say it's, there's no it's not absolute statement, but it's like, all right, man, like communicators. How are you how are you not checking the tone? How are you not checking how you're saying it? There's a lot of fucking condescending shit and and I think that is also like I know everybody like I drag a bitch, but I feel like men live in a space of I don't give a shit if you're the dude at the cash register or you're a motherfucking, you know, a seven-time fucking heavyweight champion. The idea that if I get reckless, it's my there's consequence. This motherfucker might rock my motherfucking shit. There really is no realm of like Especially in like Okay like well yeah nigga My only thing is I'm gonna leave I'm not gonna rock your shit But like So you just don't wanna communicate No You are not This is not communicating What the fuck is wrong with you And that's because Ma'am You live in a space where You can say A lot of weird Quippy shit to it And that shit just is okay Like y'all just Shit y'all be sitting there Saying shit as friends And I'm like That ain't That ain't even me saying You know Fuck you, uh, fuck ass nigga. Like I don't even really do that with my niggas, but like y'all be, it, it's different. Like it's some, you know, women are catty and women are snide, and well, I'm not, I'm not that. I don't and like, so don't do the, that. These are the individuals that are the number one users of the terminology. It's not what you say; it's how you say it. Damn. But you only pay attention to that when something is said to you, and you only do that 50%, but you're not paying attention how you're saying things to other individuals because you're not being accountable to your tone. You're not being accountable to that other 80% of the communication process. You're just saying what you want to say and ignoring everything else and not realizing how you could be you could be the aggressor in this situation. I was listening to, um, I was listening to Once Again, Mozo shit. And he brought up like uh, one of like a Krishna Murti type theory. Like we think about violence, violence is always just physical. And everybody talks about like verbal abuse, but like violence comes from like how does it how does it explain like I guess your method or intention or even how you do it. Like consistently browbeating a motherfucker is violence. Having these like you know passive aggressive undertone things like that shit is violent. Finger wagging a nigga all the time is fucking like. That's shaming. Uh, yeah, that's a level of violence. That's, well, why the fuck you just do it? Did it get done? What's the problem? Right. And if you are like, you know, one of these, like, you know, everybody being like super spiritual and the next thing, you know, motherfuckers be talking about like, you know, I don't like this. That, that's not really, I don't understand how you consider yourself a real spiritual, higher, whatever person because you would let go of small shit. This is not a problem. You want a shit to get from A to B. Why are you bothered about how y'all got there? You got that same amount of time. Like it, just in whatever situation you wanted this done and got done. Why are you so? What the fuck is wrong with you? A to B, and I'm at H already, and you're tripping on me about the first part of the process not being how you preferred, or even kind of going back to not interpreting, not interpreting the whole process of communication. So, like the other post that that we looked at earlier this week with with dude letting his girl know in therapy, like yeah. Like you're telling me things and I want your help. I want your support, but you're telling me stuff that I've already tried. What you're telling me, it's not, it's not helpful to me. It's not doing anything for me. Like it's useless information. 
I've done this already. Let's figure something else out to help me. I'm including you, but this ain't doing it. This is useless to me. Oh, he's saying I'm useless. He's ignoring what I'm saying. That's not what he said. I've done what you've already recommended. Can we figure something else out? This does not help. So now for people in the back, what we're now discussing is just a tad of you being selfless and looking for a solution to this situation and not yourself. There's a difference in like, oh, I'm looking to fix our shit and have us in a better space as opposed to I want you to do what I want you to do. Right. So it makes me feel good for me. And I'm going to say that I want this to be better. Nah, you don't. You want this motherfucker to do. You're selfish. You want it to be how you want it to be. Oddly enough, like last night, I watched uh, House Next Door, the the Meet the Blacks 2 shit. Mm-hmm. And even in that movie, like, he's steady telling his wife, the, the Puerto Rican chick, like, yo, it's a vampire pimp next door. Like, this is not cool. We got to figure out what's going on. There's something strange going on next door. Her whole thing is like, I'm working. Your book ain't selling no more. Did you call the person to sell a house like I said? Did you do this like I said? Did you do that like I said? Remember, and she said this in the movie, it's it's happy wife, happy what? Happy life. All right, so do these things like I asked. Matter of fact, I'll take care of it myself since clearly you don't know how to do anything that I'm telling you to do. Now, granted, it's a comedy movie, but it's like, the undertones of she's really being manipulative and, and abusive in some sort of way because he's down and out. You're supposed to be supporting him right now, but because he's not doing what you're telling him to do and you don't agree with what he's trying to get you to understand or what he's seeing, you just completely dismiss that. Okay. There's danger next door. I mean, what, whatever. <laughs> but did you do what I told you to do? That you're just sitting around here doing nothing. Like what did you do what I told you to do though? That goes back to like, this conditioning shit and like weird ways where somebody might look at that because it's so overt and extreme in a comedy. It's like, I don't do that, but you do do that in this more day to day activity. Now, if you are practicing like self-awareness, then you would really be looking at yourself. I don't you know. You know I do this shit every day. Don't beat you. Don't beat yourself up. Right. But just like, am I doing this from a really positive space or is this from an insecure space? Is this from a controlling space? Is this from a, you know, constricting place like this motherfucker do this shit like they do this shit. Does this really affect me? Does this really fuck up my day? My, no, but you, you know, that happy wife, happy life shit is just that's some nasty shit. Like, and for anybody who just assumes that that is synonymous with don't make your wife happy, then I don't fucking know, man. Jump yeah, does, does, I don't know. Go play in traffic. I'm not playing with y'all no more. Like, go away. Like, that's kind of like the post that I put up earlier this week, where it's like if I have to continuously tap dance or do linguistic gymnastics around certain things because everything I say you're going to misinterpret. I don't even want to be around you. That I, That's a boundary that I draw because that'll keep me from having to be in situations where I'm getting my tooth knocked out or I'm getting mushed in the forehead or I'm getting the passive aggressive comments like, well, you don't know how to do this, so I'll just do it myself. Like all those little undertones of aggression and violence and 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 abuse emotionally physically mentally financially which that's a big thing now that we need to talk about with these bag babies that women are having like all of that i don't want anything to do with that that's a nasty term it is but all of that's rooted in is miscommunication people don't understand how to communicate you focus on words and miss the other 80 percent 
of communication that's involved in the process. It's nasty, and I don't want to go into it. But yes, the the bag baby situation, super nasty. I enjoy the term. I don't care. It is what it is. It's a lot of bag babies out here. We talked about. I mean, we mentioned the. Oh, we're getting to the end of it. Whatever. We talked about like you know babies and shit like kids last week. But like even from like motherfuckers talk about like the energy shit. I'm like, yo, if you have like a bag baby, like if we're talking like energetically and like whatever, whatever, you know, because all your energy beings and spiritual now. But like, I felt like you set you set this kid up for a really fucked up shit growing up. Like, cause you know this is a baby built out of you know birth for financial reasons. This is a baby birth for you know, make me feel good reasons, make me right. fucking feel complete as opposed to, I just love this motherfucker and we're in a great space. I feel like that's how you have like, oh, y'all didn't really last as like a couple, but we were in a really good, loving, communicative space and now we do like a great co-parenting thing or our relationship is what it is, but this kid's birth and love and is first. But, you know, you fuck around and have a kid because... You know, y'all was just feeling away or I was insecure. I needed to be in a relationship at that time or this is my time clock or it's all money. That's how you end up, you know, sitting in your car, crying, playing this shit. <laughs> you know, I just heard. Fuck! I fuck it, bitch. I was fucking. I, you know, I could have been right now. I was, all this motherfucking money. I just spent that shit in here. With a cigarette in your hand and snot on your sleeve. Boy, you got it. You didn't kill half a fifth. Stressing. Windows up in the car. This nigga no AC on, just windows up. Don't no, let this. it be raining outside. Sometimes it's what you got to do to save yourself from the abuse. Nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> Walk away from the love. Which it ain't really love, it's manipulation. But walk away, save yourself the trouble, save yourself your teeth, save yourself from having to do uh, BB drills on doors while you're outside of them. Save yourself from all of this nastiness. Bag babies, and I say that as a term that gets you a child out of manipulation. Just avoid it all, just walk away, cry in your car for an hour, and then move on, brother, just move on. It's a cold ass, I'm fucking... Over you shit Alright man I don't got nothing We'll see y'all on Monday We do gotta get into like Songs that men have made Saying about the bullshit They done went through Hurt We don't talk about that enough Dudes done been through some shit And made some songs about it Alright man, I'll walk away from this episode after you listen to it for 